Gunther from Friends died today. Aww. That's sad. So sad. I, I can't speak. I can't speak. Oh, it sounds like you're uh, quite a bit away from your mic. It sounds like I'm quite a bit away from my mic, you say. A little bit. Well, what about that? <laughs> I don't know. Not different. What about that? There you Ooh, go. There okay. it is. Got him. That's funny because it didn't change anything on my end. <laughs> Which is bizarre. Um, it might bizarre. just the music messes me up every time you guys every time we do the theme song. Oh yeah, it gets real choppy. That's bizarre. Anyways, hey everybody, it's the Movie Dummies podcast. Uh, technical issues right up front. I could start over again. We could redo it, but you know, let's not. We'll see that bullshit in there. Um, I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hello, Angela. That's me, Matt. Hey, and a a. <laughs> <laughs> Matt caught me up guard with the hey. How um, you doing? What a week, everybody. How was it for you? Ugh. It was good for me. It was it good for you? No, it was not good for me. I've had better. Uh-oh. Whoa. Thanks. Leave me a bad Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Wait, that could be a good Yelp review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on where. That's true. Uh, could be that like that guy in that viral video from a few years back where he was just going ham on this this lady's toes in his car in traffic. Oh God! I I really none of that. I was ex- I was never, even prepared never for that. Seen that. I I was no. literally intruded by a brain thought, and I wanted none of it. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that. Oh, oh I'm sorry to hear that. Because I want to know now. I want to know what kind of ham, like which. Oh, yeah, exactly. Dun dun dun. That's all I got for you. How do you how do you say dun dun dun? You just said it. <laughs> Shannon got it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll talk since no everyone else is just not. Sorry, uh, we're off in La I had a very land. interesting week in that I was trolling through Instagram as as you I always do. typically do, um, and it was on my art Instagram thingy because I, I draw shit in my spare time. And there's a, a like an advertisement for like, hey, you should do some voiceover work for free for this animated project we have coming up. I was like, I'll Oof. do I'll do something for free. I don't give a shit. And so I uh, messaged the person who turned out to be a 15-year-old kid. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, they're, they're like, could you play this part? And I auditioned for it, and they gave me the part. Hell, yeah. Also, awesome. they was it skill or because they were scared of you? I don't know. I don't know. I. They're like, is it weird that I'm 15 because you're older? And I was like, no, that's fine. I'm a teacher. I work with kids all day. And if I'm helping you out with like a project of yours, that's just like any other day to me. So interesting. Did he ask if you were gonna try to groom him? No. Did he ask for shirtless photos? No. <laughs> nope. Just, I think, it, I think, I think it's it on might, the up and up then. I think it might be a Yeah, girl, that's a pr- but I don't know. You think? Yeah, I have no idea. So how'd you speak to this person? Via email? Ah uh, yeah. no pictures were exchanged. No pictures were exchanged. Um Did you sign an NDA do you you like not tell us what the project is? It's called House of Hell, but that's really all I know about it. I read for this character called Devin, and Devin is like a little bitch. So he's like, that's the voice he recorded. He's like sassy, and always mm-hmm. whining about everything. Oh, shut the fuck up! Like that. It's like Devin might like other things. Mm. Yeah, maybe. You mean like donuts? Somebody mm-hmm. ate my. He likes holes. And and. 
a hammer. I don't know. I don't know. The voice that was used, I... Donuts and a hammer. Anyways. I want a donut right now. That sounds good. You always want a donut. That's like your... That's my Achilles... Your base level. Heel thing? My base level? Yeah. I thought it was barbecue rules. That's your Could we, uh... Guys, could we jump into Dune? And I apologize. It was mostly because I... I got to start hot because I got to pick somebody up here. Actually, two people and drive down uh, past Jackson. So I got a nice hour and a half, hour 40 drive. Did anybody watch Dune besides Aaron and I? Uh, Shannon I and did. I did. Yes! Well, did not, will not, you can't make me. <laughs> well, I, neither they're here nor there. I, Anywhere? Is this based on your yeah. experience with Dune 1? <laughs> this Bless is you. based on my experience with all things sci-fi, and I hate it all. I hate everything. Mm, good. I never watched the first Dune, so this to me was enjoyable. Plus, we watched it in increments. It helped. We wa- Yeah, well, not really increments. We watched the first, I don't know, two hours of it. Then we watched the last half hour later. We did pause it and have coffee, and then we paused it, got more coffee. So to me, it's like... I need we didn't those pause pauses. it and then stop washing it to have coffee. I paused it while you got up and made us coffee until you sat back down. <laughs> Anyways, those, let's talk about the movie. Those breaks were necessary. Boogie's not going to watch it. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. She, don't, she don't care. She don't care one way or the other. It's like, ugh. Honey Badger don't care. Ooh. I will say this much about the movie. I'll, I'll get us rolling. Mm. David Lynch's, what What year was that made? 84? Yes. 1981. 81? I, I thought was, so. I think it was 84. It's 84. 19. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. It feels good. It feels good. It is a completely worthless steaming pile of shit that no one should ever watch. It's a heavy, heavy. I'm sorry, heavy. Aaron. I know it's like one of your favorites. Listen, I don't want to get into that. We're here to talk okay. about Dune. This movie talk about Dune. is a functional piece of filmmaking that I think people will actually enjoy. Hmm. Interesting. Gasp. Ooh. It's, my, I... it's probably my favorite director. So, I don't know if that's baked in for me to like it or not. Villeneuve de Villeneuve. So, Villeneuve. Wait, wait, wait. If someone else directed this, do you think it would have totally changed? I don't know. The story? I mean, it would have definitely been different. Denis Villeneuve has got a, he's got himself a very unique perspective on things. Obviously, you've seen his movies. Yeah. Um. What if Peter Jackson directed this? It would suck. It'd be I a guess... lot more walking. The worms would have had dialogue. <laughs> Well, is this Peter Jackson who's constrained by CGI not quite being a thing yet? Or is this Peter Jackson where CGI could be anything? Answer? I don't know. What the hell was that? I don't know. What was that? Missouri talking to us. Angel, is that you? No. It's A-A-Ron. I have nothing going on. I'm just here. Missouri's talking. Oh, weird. So anyways. Turn left at this I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just let's just talk I'm about just this. Curious. Movie. Aaron, it says at one how point, do you feel about it being a f- the only person in here? I don't know, Matt. Were you a fan of the original? Uh, not really. So no. Uh. I mean, I like I like the uh, books and the video game and all that, and like the overall what story. But the, the what the video game? Mm-hmm. Oh, were you in the uh... closet? I, I'm not going to say I was out of it or coming out of it yet. I've already been in trouble for that twice, but. Um, I was more than pleased. I was just absolutely flabbergasted on relevance to the book. As I've stated on the original, I have undue stress of joy on it because I did not have cable. I only had UPN 50. And on top of that, the third remake of Dune from the original stuff makes the original Dune again. uh, Completely agree with Joe. A steaming hot pile of garbage. When... In perspective of the book, if it didn't have the word Dune on front of it, it would just be some fucking fantasy novel that ended incorrectly anyways. But with that being said, what this movie did so well that Girl with the Dragon Tattoo did extremely well is that both Dune and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo are almost like 60-70% inner monologue. And this movie did an absolutely fantastic job of trans transplanting transitioning the inner monologue of these people and the inside voices of what was happening into the reality of how this movie was portrayed i am was over the moon loved the casting timothy chalamet was absolutely spot on for that character 
Um, obviously, I don't know any much about Zendaya other than the the brief moments, but the casting was fantastic. Skarsgård was perfect. And great. Yeah. Great. Well, I have a big thing of um, almost congratulatory toward Joe. And I know you guys might have said this way earlier, but he has been so resolute in this statement of Dave Batista's acting skill. Yeah. And his portrayal of a character. I believe I was mocked not two weeks ago by you, Aaron. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> I think it's because of ye of little faith and knowledge on the situation. But watching his facial, his anger, his fe- I was just blown away by it. And I was like, shit, this is going to be a great second half of this movie because yeah. he turns into like a tyrant. Um, I loved it. I can't wait to see it again. I'm probably going to rent it on HBO so I can watch it again. You don't have to read uh, it, sa- Oh, it just comes with it? Awesome. Yeah. Um, For a limited time. Sa- soundtrack was out of this world, and their conveyance of those starships and destroyers had such a wonderful, like, Star Wars-y and deep feel, but it was pretty damn close to the book. What was your thoughts on that, Matt, on at least the important aspects of it? It like, seemed decent. How did you feel about Fade not being included? That <laughs> was a bit... <laughs> I, it really they could have like, got Sting to do it, right? <laughs> well, no, no, I think we're good. I have a question for you, Faye. Was he the dude from Marvel's uh, Ant Man, the skinny like uh, Russian fella? I thought that's who he was meant to portray. Oh, I guess so. The Russian. I guy think from that Ant-Man? was. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was somebody else. Okay, I didn't know not... that was. I didn't know. If... Because I don't remember if he died or not. I was like, where is this son of a gun? And on top of it, Dr. The, uh, pardon this, the the black girl in the movie. Yeah. Was that a female in the book? I don't Dr. know about in the, in the book. No, I don't Dr. think Kynes it was. was not a girl in the movie, the original movie. Yeah, and it wasn't a girl. And that was a really cool replacement of character, though, because of how much they devoted to that person. Dr. Kynes was an extremely nurturing and kind person behind that harshness and was really, really resolute. So I thought it was a great casting choice. So so the guy just, from Ant-Man, David Dasmalchian, was Peter yes. DeVries. <sighs> That's a very Americanized name for those crazy people. Well, it's P-I-T-E-R-D-E-V-R-I-E-S. <laughs> Peter DeVries. I don't I have no idea how you'd say it. I just really liked, I, I will just at least reiterate, Chalamet freaking killed it. And I'm really intrigued to see what type of career this guy has if he stays in this type of epic style movies that I've got to see him in recently. Like his stoicness in The King, which I thought was fantastic. And this movie displayed pretty good range. I was, I was really happy with him. Well, uh, they played with the movie quite a bit in like our expectation of what was going on because they, they treat his ability to see the future kind of loosely because he doesn't exactly see the future. He sees possible futures. Yes. You don't know that. Which he then, but you figured out by the end. Right. Like I not knowing what this was about, I didn't know that was happening until the end of the movie. Well, you know, end of the first part of the movie. You didn't figure out at the the very end that he put on cheat codes to beat that guy. I re- realized it during that scene, yeah, but that was the last scene of part one that I realized that happened at. It's very interesting. He started, no, he he was doing the the, weir- the weirding way. That's part of it, and he also knew exactly what the other guy was going to do because he lived it before and got killed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so in the book and leading on to books two, three, um, his ability to see the future is not always exact just like that 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 actually plays a common theme throughout most of the book where he's seeing visions of how it could be but there's a lot of symbolism in what he's seeing and just like the knife thing i i see a knife um that that continues on for quite some time where there's even scenes where he's like is this exactly how it's going to be and it it just ties him up in a bind where he barely can act like as a person in it because he's wondering is this how it shall be or shall it be interpreted and move different. But it's a really good point. I didn't, I didn't really c- catch that. And you are right that he saw what was happening. and was able to use that. 
Well, you How kept. Do you guys feel about? Hold on, hold on, Matt. Hold on one second, buddy. I turned yeah. you down a little bit because it was loud, but let me turn you back up. Yeah, we there we go. You. Try that. How did you guys feel about yeah. uh, where it stopped? That's fine. Good. That's uh, that was the halfway point of the first Dune movie, and they crammed too much crap in the second half. So, or that was like two thirds in. So that's going to give a really good ending, I think. A lot of time for the training, I think, and his like starting of the jihad. Which I'm lost at, but okay. Yeah, there is yeah. there is something that it, like Foundation does a lot better than Dune so far, even this version of Dune, and that the gobbledygook needs to be more resonant because there's just too much gobbledygook, like like too many fucking weird names and weird things and mm-hmm. weird shit. But what I suspect is that fans of Dune the novel, fans of Dune the movie, are all like have boners in their pants because they understand everything that's going on and it's done in a very, very good way. But people like me who don't know shit about shit are like, okay, I guess that's a fucking thing. Well, yeah, I'm quite lost with... They needed this thing just to, personally a little bit more time on some of the backgrounds within these characters. Like, of course I understood his dad. Um, whatever, Dune's... what. Dune's Paul? dad. Paul? Paul's dad, yeah. Is that his name? Paul's dad. Like, you understood that because they built into that. Leto but, Atreides. But then Starsguard, right? Stellar Skateboard? Yeah. His background, I'm like, so he, I'm not quite 100% sure there's a lot there that I am trying to piece together, trying to understand from what I've seen, and then there's this empire that I'm not quite sure who well, this I, empire is. I watched a Mojo video of the 10 differences between the two versions, and the, like the, one of the things they mentioned was that at the beginning of the first Dune movie, they spell out the entire plot. <laughs> yeah, they and 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 on the book, the first chapter is just laying down the houses and what they've been doing to kind of set it up as this is Iraq, this is the United States, and this is England. Here you go. These are the three people that hate each other the most. Gotcha. Uh, how do you now. feel about they they how do you guys feel about the fact that they didn't uh, introduce the emperor either? Yeah, I was, I I'm not quite care. sure who this is, so it really confused me, Matt. Like I was yeah, surprised. Nice tall. I didn't like it, like because then he's gonna play a pivotal role in what's gonna happen next, and it seems that like they're be, just that, keeping that might be a writer. That might be something that they don't spend a lot of time on just to, te- to treat it as a empire instead of like putting the faith behind it. Yeah. I think there might not that, be that much knowing that it's corrupt and that there's a tyrant, I think is really all we need to know uh, narratively for this story. I think that they shifted focus into this being mostly, I'd say probably about 90, 75% of this movie is following around Paul Atreides and it's basically his movie. I have no idea what the book's written like. I imagine oh, it's very heavily that they'll do a couple slide offs to like what's happening with Fremen at time of time okay. or his father, but it is heavily Paul. So it's sorry for the noise. It's interesting. Um, I really don't like. I have nothing, no, no care in the world about the source material. So mm. I'm not missing anything. I guess so. It's kind of like. You're just not knowing who is pulling strings. Yeah, it can be. I don't think at this point you're meant to. I think they're writing it this way. Yeah. And going with this to leave it to not to not flood it. What was what was the movie that? I swear it was almost last week we were talking about this, where they just drop you in. They did that with um, Brad Pitt when Quentin Tarantino movie Once Upon a Time. In Hollywood. In mm. Hollywood, where they just they just dump you into these characters, very well developed. But the political aspect of it, do you think they could have done a like, hey, this is everybody's I think stuff, the politics or would that be is, a bit irritating for you? The like politics is pretty for, simple. Um, tenet. Mm. I think everybody kind of understands politics and they understand greed and they understand uh corruption. Like that's not I don't think that's a th- a weird thing. Yeah, I think they actually like did a good job. Yeah, they explained a it. A good job because, like, they they just tell you what it, what you need to know. The rest, uh, mm. you 
you're fine, you know, kind of just understanding yourself. Um, and the characters like Skarsgård, man, he does an awesome job of like, yeah, this yeah. guy's a fat, slob, piece of shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> Evil. Evil. Dangerous. I I tell you what, they did not do enough with his boy rape that he loves. Making him, oh my god, was that dude just just abducting children. That is, he was a quintessential D, just well, dining on whatever he chose. And he is a, he did it, they did it in the original uh, Dune one. And that guy is just, yeah. how terrible he is by choice. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dolores Umbridge bad. <laughs> and the only character that is just kind of pulling my curiosity is the mother who. <gasps> she's all over the place. Is she, she like is. that in the book? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's fighting two battles. So as a Bene Gesserit, she is, you know, put in place to create children as they see it. They, you know, they are like the raw living emotion of humankind. If you, the backstory of each of their, like the robot type of people who can calculate stuff, regular Bene Gesserit, uh, Empire's Army, yada, yada, yada. She fell in love with the Duke. That was the accident that occurred. And she's like, this dude is wicked awesome. His beard is handsome. I need to put my fingers through it. And she gave a boy when the Benny Gesserit do not give birth to boys. Okay. And Which that's, was that's told supposedly to some us. sort of prophecy also that goes along with that. Yes. Yes. For the Quizart son. They're not supposed to do that. So she jumped too far in time building a boy. They, they were just, uh, they, they wanted certain people to sleep together to get to that person. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So she is a, she actually plays an extremely pivotal role through a lot of Dune and she's a dope ass character, gets herself in trouble and does some pretty cool stuff. She is strong as all can get out. Like crazy. Oh yes, strong. I agree. But at some points I don't know if she is, is rooting for who like herself for her son for, for what? It seems like she has this like small innate anger inside of her. And she's she... always kind of freaking out. But if, if she's supposed to be like raw emotion, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's kind of a fine line. Whereas she can, she has, uh, you know, the son that she wasn't supposed to have. And then she, um, so she's got to protect him, but at the same time, the Bene Gesserit are like, "Hey, uh, if your son's not who we think he is, we're gonna kill him." So she and she can't like disobey them straight up. Right. So she's got to walk that thin line of. Uh, well, it seems like she's being... trying to perpetuate whatever the the prophecy is that it's right. for her. It's self fulfilling. Am I getting that about right? Yeah. Yes, I'll be back. So okay. I have a strange question: Is the traitor? The same in both movies. Was it the doctor? Yeah, it's the doctor. He's played by uh, Al. I don't know the actual actor's name, but he plays Al in Quantum Leap. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, oh Dean my Stockwell. gosh, yes. Dean Stockwell, yeah. I was just curious if that was the similarity between. Yeah, those that that character was like super similar in both movies because in the first one. I mean, I guess it's it's what happens to his character, but he's like, yeah, they're gonna kill my wife, so uh... they're taking her apart. Gotcha. There was a lot of differences, though. Um, so that was it. Was I don't know. I want to say it was odd that they did that the same, but it was. So Matt, you've read the books. Yes, I've heard that this movie is incredibly close to the source material. Uh, there's a little bit of difference. Okay. Probably less explanation. Yeah. What about more political? It seemed like this had a lot of politics. I, I'm, I'm guessing the book drones on. The book is all, yeah. Okay. The book is like politics for about 10 chapters. Fuck that noise. Yeah, which wouldn't be enjoyable. Or the start. So like, the... I, you know, going out of their way to, you know, to tell the political aspect of the things I think would have been a waste of time. I think they did a good job. I think they have a very, they've done a very good job at setting up what Paul Atreides could possibly be based on this little splinter of a faith. But I don't think they've done a very good job explaining what this faith is. Mm. And I, 
I had totally forgot. What's up? You're going to end up finding what that faith is while he finds it out himself. That's what I'm guessing. They're going to slowly reveal that. But I had forgot from the original movie that it was called, like, The Weirding Way. Because throughout the entire movie, they just call it The Way. But it's not until, I don't know, you have 15 minutes left in the movie when Rebecca Ferguson beats up, uh, what's his name? Is his name Javier Bardem? Is that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She beats him up and she, he goes, how come you didn't tell me you were a weirder and a fighter? And I was like, oh yeah, it's called the weirding way. <laughs> and I remembered all the memes about how using weirding way as a euphemism for sex. And those made me laugh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Weren't the um the original Spice People they look different according to IMDb? They were supposed to have red hair or something, but they were all the Spice yeah. People. Okay. Yeah, they had a. They were the Fremen. No, yep. the they're the, the Barons. Yes, yeah. the other people that came. Yeah, to they this were all supposed to be and... dirty gingers. Oh, the Harkonnens. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I could not figure out what those people were called. Now they're all baldies. Yeah, that's they were all redheaded. Dave Bautista. Bautista, yeah. Yeah. And then Stellar Skateboard, and then the guy who was the polka dot dude from Suicide Squad. <laughs> and also an Ant Man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm excited to see the second part of this. I hope I don't have to wait forever. I, I've, I've, like, for whatever reason, I thought they shot the whole thing already. And that they just. I thought it was done, but guys, I have a question that Justin Evans uh, posed to me. He said, if this movie does very well, they don't, they may not stop at two. Well, HBO, Warner Brothers have already come out to say, we're not stopping. It doesn't really matter how much it makes. We're going to make part two. And I think that's, I think that's why they're building the world this way, because that's Mm -hmm. something to me. I know there was a lot of slowness to it, but obviously the action was crazy as shit. Like, I don't think it was that slow, Aaron. Well, I meant just, uh, what's a good, just, um, let's take that one back. Let's take that back for a moment. But I felt like they were world building for so much more, like spending time on Arrakis that much and doing all those scenes. And it just, yeah, it did not happen that much in the book. And I feel like they're going to focus on what I was surprised about in books three and four. Like they ain't on Dune all the time. And that was surprising to me. So I think they're planning. It felt like they were building for the fun. Well, it becomes of an interstellar war, right? Yes. Yeah. So and so Paul's vision that he had was a really, really great foreshadowing of how things could be, and the problems that that can face. From how many books? Oh, well, there are. Uh, how many books are in the series? Eleven. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> what? I gotta look. No, there's that. a bunch. Yeah, it's either 8 or 11, one of the two. Does the entire series end on Arrakis? Like, with a battle on Arrakis? I am on book, like, five. Oh, you, you fucking poser. You're now, right here pretending that first, you love Dune. The first, the first book, and this is why I'm so happy they're two in, like, five, six hours for this. The first book was 29 hours on an audio book. Like, yeah. it was Whoa. a lot. Well, it didn't yeah, it's 1,200 pages. Like, He's like, uh, I'm not going to make this movie unless I can make it into two because it's. We all saw how that turned out, basically, is what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make any beyond that, though. I'm not sure. What if they'll go off on their own? Make a series. Maybe go off the res. Like, yeah, go off the reservation with it, not follow the books exactly. Mm. I was pretty impressed with some of uh, Dune's original things that, like, the original Dune, what they did in comparison, but it. It really does go to show that if you have a really great medium rare steak surrounded by a shit pie, it's still eating shit. Yeah. I mean, I think it might be fun if they just, after the movie's done, they turn the rest of the books into a series on HBO Max. And I well, you don't just need thought... the A-list actors. Well, you I just really thought it would don't be fun. What if they did each, each book as its own limited series and make it kind of like an anthology where different actors and directors and people all come in and do it. Well, the books have different styles a little bit too, because they're not all written by the same person. His sons came in and wrote like the last. Sounds like it would work. There we go. So would you recommend this to people guys? Guys, as a question for you, Joe, 
Oh, yes, go ahead, Aaron. 100%. I was just going to ask, what's everybody's rankings on this? Just for fun. I'd love to hear this. Ranking? Like to rating? rank the movie or to rate it? To rate yeah. it? Yeah, like a zero to like the old ones, though. Yeah, one to ten. Rank, yeah, rate it. Sorry. I don't, it's an R word. Um, uh, I'd uh. say it's a seven with potential for ten. Mm. I was going to say a four. It doesn't Damn. have... Like, it's an okay movie for sci-fi. I am more of an action... And there wasn't a lot of action for the me. The action in it was good, though. Yes, there when there was. But it was like this slow story that kind of reminded me of the original Dune, of which I just refused to even watch. But, I don't know. To me, it was just too slow. It was the actors that were in the movie that kept my attention just to see I I, I love good as they were happening. Though, Stop but... talking while I'm talking. And so I I give it a, a, a nice four, yeah. Okay. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven and a half. Um, I think the pacing was a little slow. I think there's a few points where it was like, well, why did they, why did they leave this out? Like, obviously, we got a lot of stuff going on in the second film, but like, what happens to Thanos? You know, he fights, and then they never show what happens after that. Mm-hmm. They don't show if he makes it or what. So is he going to be just like a surprise? Like, hey, I'm still alive. Yeah, that or, is. Or you know what's what's happening? Um, <laughs> well, that was like the biggest robot of all time. <laughs> it sounded like a big orgasm. <laughs> you said Thanos. Thanos. Josh Brolin. That was wild. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yes. He went Thanos. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the S lasted forever. That was awesome. Oh, he's roboting out to insane levels. Buddy, we can't hear a word you're saying. Type it in the chat. You're going to have to type it in the chat. I will say uh, 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 that is a loose thread, but I am a villain news stan, so like I can't be mad at him. Yeah, I mean. A lot of the stuff is great. I think it's like Shannon said, there's not a ton of action, but what there is is decent. still going. Right, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, Josh Brolin. He's going to come in and just say <laughs> random things. Does he not know we can't hear him? He probably is on such a delay or his feed's on such a delay or whatever that it's uh, it's really wreaking havoc on the podcast right now. Technical problems beget technical problems, I guess. But I don't know. You wanna you wanna switch gears and talk about something that maybe Angela watched? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I didn't really watch much, actually. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I I watched only murders in the building. I'm sure you guys talked about it last week. We did. Um, we did, but I was not well, here. We'll discuss it one more time, real quick. What'd you think? I thought it was really, really good, but oh my fucking god, who killed Bunny? Uh, did, did we talk about the finale? Yeah, we did. Oh. Wasn't the finale this week? Yep. It was? It was, yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about the finale last week. Oh, yeah, we discussed that we were going to talk about the finale, so let's talk about the finale. <laughs> Where have you been? So, I I thought it was really well done. I, I was not... Hold on. Oh boy! Can I? I gotta jump back out, but can I give a rating? Sure. Oh, yes. Sure. Yes. Awesome. Because I gotta jump. I just got my uh, so hard here, Brian. And I give the movie a nine out of ten. I was what Matt said, and I wanted to thank you guys all for letting me do Dune to begin with, so that I could participate. Of course, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, week. I hope it starts off better than it ended for you, Joe. Oh, thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye. Love you, okay. bye. See bye. you, Aaron. Bye. Pleasantry recorded for all time. Interesting. It sounded like a spring on a really weird chair. <laughs> <laughs> what did? A-A-Ron. Oh. oh. Um, don't. <laughs>
the the S really made me laugh. Anyway, um, only murders in the building. I it, it was really well done. I was not suspecting it. That show had a way of just taking you for a ride, and you couldn't really predict what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jan turning out to and... be like a complete psychopath was like a little bonkers. Like, how many people do you think she's killed? Right? Like, a bunch, I bet. A few, at least. Yeah. We know of two, right? Right. right. We know One? of two. Did she and kill, a cat. Did she kill Bunny? Maybe she killed Bunny. I don't know. No, because Bunny but... was stabbed and fell on Selena Gozman. Mm-hmm. Which is a joke only for me. I'm sorry. Okay. Lucy used to call, or my daughter used to call Selena Gomez, Selena Gozman, and used to drive me nuts and be like, it's Gomez. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I want to watch the witches show with Selena Gozman. Okay. Not a real person. You watch your fake show. Uh, Yeah, so she fell in on her, and that was after Jan was arrested, right? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But why was Bunny in... Was she in Bunny's apartment? Or was Bunny in her apartment? They ran to uh, Gomez's apartment. Yeah. Yes. Bunny was in hers. Well, she said she knocked on the door and she fell in and she was bloody like that. But she was stabbed with her knitting needle, so... Mm-hmm. And she was also, like, way far away from the door, right? It seemed. Yeah, like in the middle of the room. Yeah. Maybe, like, ten Well, maybe minutes. she stumbled. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to hold someone for that long. She's not that heavy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It really opens that door to what in the world? I don't want to live in this building. Well, it seems pretty obvious that Jan had an accomplice. Ooh. Is it though? Yeah. Maybe. If she stabbed herself, the you know the police would have known that. You know, it's like I want to go back and watch you know the show. You know who I want the accomplice to be? And see if Jan and Bunny ever yeah, liked, talked. No, I want the accomplice to be uh, uh, his stunt double. Oh, gosh. Ooh. That would be a, that'd be amazing. Who doesn't live in the building? Uh, that makes a lot of sense because they'll be like, oh, it was definitely him. I saw him from behind. There we go. Mm. Why was she wearing that? She was wearing the tie-dye, like their sweater. Oh, it's the merch. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. Ooh. Seems that she hates them. Right? So what if it yeah. was one of the... Oh, one of the, the sycophants outside? Yeah, who Ooh. all had the sweatshirts on. Well, we can see. She was on. definitely stabbed with it on because there was blood right. going through in the... Yeah. Interesting. Huh. And but with one of Selena Gomez's knitting needles too, so I mean it's there was some plot in there. Oh yeah, they uh, set that shit up. Hmm. I just I enjoyed how Brazos, whatever his name is, Steve Martin, one of the most Steve famous Martin. people of all time. No, I met his character <laughs> name oh, on the okay. show. How rude! <laughs> Hello, Steve Michael Hayden, Kristen. Thank you. Yes. How he. He, he obviously knows that Jan's a murderer, and so he's trying to fake sip his drink. And he's also putting something on his lip or his eye. I can't remember. She, Yeah, she gave him a cold compress for his mouth. I can't remember. It was for his eye or his face or something like that, right? His face. Yeah, that's what it was. And His so nose, because he, he had a bloody nose, right? Oh, that's what oh, it was. Yeah. His nose, thank you. I've Figured we'd eventually get there. And he tried to fake her out, but I, I really thought that he was faking her out that he really wasn't drugged either. I was like, oh, he's going to just I thought get he up. was too, but, you know, they got me again. Yeah. He wasn't did you pee your, he let on. Did you pee your pants when they showed him, like, stand up and he's like, no, no. And then they cut back and he's still in the thing and he's going. <laughs> right. That was pretty funny. I was like, oh, he's Wesleying it. That was great. He wasn't. That was pretty funny. Angela, what else do you have about this show? Anything else that you can remember to point out? Um, Not really. You guys are doing a really good job. Of, you're you're oh. basically killing it. 
It was a good show, and I can't wait for more. Absolutely. I'm so excited that they set up season two. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I wonder if the I ring is going to make a comeback in the second season. Who? The ring, because it seems... Oh. Like this ring is playing this part from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And we saw her with the ring, find it in Jan's apartment, but then you see her with the ring when Bunny's stabbed. And so I'm wondering if it's going to make a comeback. Anyways, I'm excited. Uh, it has it been too. officially ordered up for season two. So woohoo! Awesome. What else did you watch? Anything else? Um, I started watching Castle. Oh, interesting. Rewatching Castle. Yeah. So that's happening. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's it's of a different era, right? Like, it's it's fine for what it is. It's a procedural cop show, you know. It, it's fine. Sure. But we don't really watch TV this banal anymore. Right. The, right. Well, they don't, you the, know. The bar's been risen. The ones that make it, we don't watch anyways. Right. That's why, like, Walker's just not really. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's fine. Hitting my playlist, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think I've gone back to it since we last talked about Walker. <clears throat> Um, I'm still watching the rookie, loving that. Getting right back into its own its niche again. Okay, because we haven't gone back at all. I'm on season four, which is the most current episode, and not season four, episode episode four, and it is right back to where it was. Okay, the weirdness is gone. It's it's better. Okay, stick with it. All right. We'll give it another. We'll give it try. another go. Um, I think that's it. Sleep okay. watching, New Girl, and Supernatural, of course. Oh, I did watch Dave Chappelle. Oh, what'd you think? Ooh. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, I loved it. I I don't, I don't. I don't know. I didn't like. I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. I'm not. I'm not like super thrilled by any of these, uh, any of his Netflix specials. Like none of them have really made me laugh. Like I didn't. I didn't laugh once while That's watching funny. this. Because I loved all of them. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like he's just kind of pointing out the obvious, and I guess I don't. That's that's not funny to me. Gotcha. Interesting. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Well, Matt, did you watch anything new this week or anything worth worthy of? Oh, yes. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I watched Only Murders in the Building, Dune, uh, Foundation. Ooh, what do you think? I love it. Okay, good. Whew. We can still be friends. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm excited for the the rest of the season. Uh huh. Every episode is like. Ugh. Oh, they are. How do you feel about the the cliffhangers and the hook? It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's like unfair. Yeah, it's crazy because I was like, what reason would he have to murder him? And then in the latest episode, they're like, oh, yeah, he told him to murder him. Right. Oh, well, that wasn't that obvious? It seemed of course, like it. Yes. But you don't know, so you don't want to assume <laughs> oh, either. Oh, no, I assumed. I, it was, of course he told no. him to murder him. I mean, it's a, it's a classic thing. You got the scholar and his his person right. who owes him everything, so he has to. Make, there's no other reason for this to happen. It just was obvious. It seemed too obvious. That's what my problem was. I was like, oh, it's, it's got to be something sinister because there's no way to do the cliche of thing of uh, like, well, you have to murder me because it's going to help the plan. I personally think that's a good, the big 
surprise they're waiting to hit us with is that the warden on Terminus is actually their kid. Not the mm. people who she calls mom and dad. Which we're kind of assuming anyways. Which is why she's so special. Interesting. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. I just hate but the how fact- would she have given birth if she's in the cryo? They were pulling eggs. Uh, Oh, um, yeah. Embryos out they pulled yeah. Their Damn, they out. slapped me right in the face with that one and I forgot. The big tip to me is A, she's special. B, she's taller than both her parents. And That's Harry, not. That... Harry Potter boy was quite tall. Oh. Who? The guy who was in Harry Potter. The guy who was, uh, what was it? Rafe? Rafe? Rafe. 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 Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was in Harry Potter. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. Dean. He's Dean. Well, I don't know things, okay? Okay, well. <laughs> He's very tall, and the, the the chick, the warden's very tall, which makes me believe that I'm correct, and I can't I'm wait. Just, <laughs> I was thoroughly upset with the latest episode because I'm assuming we're doing this like teeter-totter. We're going back and forth and back and forth between Terminus and whatever her name is on the ship. But we never teeter-tottered back to her. We went back to Terminus to this war. We'll be back to her next episode. So why do you guys think Cleon is uh, colorblind and different from the rest of his clone? Well, obviously, that is going to be something because they're already facing problems with the religion and the idea that he can keep cloning himself, you know, and Mm -hmm. all the religions are like, well, you don't have a soul at that point. They've discussed that on the show. And now it's all falling apart. the genetic material is starting to break down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they're not perfect clones anymore. And you could see that with the, old. the the guy who was old now, who was Lee Pace before, 35 years ago. He was mentally unstable. Yep. You know, like little. Yeah, it's weird because like in some ways, yeah, he his genetic material is worse but in some ways it's better he got like what like nine of those birds and the other guy was he, he could shoot him because he was colorblind though yeah because oh. the guy was like they'll blend in with the colors they'll blend in with the colors but he's colorblind so it didn't matter oh, okay gotcha that was the overall hint of that episode yeah. mm. and he's left-handed not mm. right-handed like the other ones i mean they've been they've been tipping their hand at that for a while interesting yeah, there's little, just little things you just keep noticing, for sure. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Can't wait. Yeah, it's good. Is this name Lee Pace or is it Lee Pace? Pace, I think. <laughs> no, you know, like, let's call him Lee Pace from now on. For sure. <laughs> Lee Pace works for me. This show, Foundation, airs Friday? Fridays, yeah. Oh, airs. Right. It's airs. available to stream. Stream. Watch on... I also watched the new one that's on Apple TV Plus that's available to stream on Friday. It's called Invasion. The first three episodes came out on Friday. It's pretty good. How's that? It's pretty good. It's sci-fi, Angela, so you won't watch it. But It's got the... I mean, I'll sci-fi. give it a shot. It's I don't on, hate it's on all Earth. sci-fi. Um, I don't it's... hate all... I like, I like Earth sci-fi. Well, you will like it then. And it is by Treader, Tremors. It is savage as fuck. Ooh. To its characters cool. in in Game of Thrones level, I'm not gonna like that. type of like uh, you don't see it comingness. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's very very interesting. Um, you're looking at they haven't really shown the visitors yet. Uh, after the third episode, they still haven't really shown anything. But it's uh, more about the human experience than anything, and these about all these broken people who are um, just basically all yearning for something that that's unattainable for them. Hmm. And then an alien invasion happens. They don't know that it's an alien invasion yet either. We do. Right. They they don't. So it's very interesting show i think it's well acted and well produced and well shot and all that so i'll be i'll be continuing that watch Hmm. okay i think i'm gonna check it out all right matt did you have anything else oh yes um i watched a mini series called solos oh yeah the solos on amazon you said it was good yeah uh there's some acting in there holy fuck I've heard nothing um, but good things. 
I don't usually cry during uh, shows, especially if I don't feel like connected to the character character at all. But in the second episode, Anthony Mackie made me cry a little, like a little girl with skin and knee and shit. Because okay. it was, it was wow, yeah, man, it is oh. gripping. Um, it's really done very interestingly. Um, when they started it, I thought it was just all going to be. Uh, actors who talk to themselves mm. as different either different versions of themselves or something like that which it kind of does but then after the first those first two episodes it veers off towards something else and it it's done very interestingly uh but it's definitely an actor showcase there's i think for the first for the first five episodes there's only ever one actor uh, they're either talking to themselves or talking to somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only ever one actor present. And then the sixth episode, they have the one. They have an actress and uh, another actor, and then like some guy who's kind of off screen and talks. And then the seventh episode is uh, Morgan Freeman and the guy from Legion, uh, David from Legion. Cool. And, oh, okay. And that episode was really interesting. Holy fuck balls! The guy who's in everything, Dan Stevens. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was. It's really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But you say it's amazing, and I'm gonna watch it. Yep. You really should. I don't usually. You guys know I don't usually like. I'm not usually the type of person that's like. If I recommended something, I'm super adamant about it. But I am adamantly recommending this one. It's anthology, right? Everything's about a different thing, too, right? Like, all of them are... Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few that are actually connected, and the... Well, there's a couple that are connected. And then the seventh one, uh, it all kind of, like, connects them together in a way. A little bit. You'll have like to watch it. Uh, sort of. Okay. Yeah, I'll be watching. Nice. In May of this year. There's another show that was on Netflix too, Neil Blomkamp. I think it was on Netflix where it's like all his. He makes like a bunch of short films, and they're all like it has Sigourney Weaver in it. Is that on Netflix? I don't know. Yeah, Oats Studios. It's called. Uh, that looks pretty neat. I'm gonna probably check that out too. They're very nice. short. 21 minutes, 6 minutes, 7 minutes. So it's it's something we can... I can get so they're YouTube videos, what you're saying? Uh, it's on Netflix, <laughs> though. It's so Neil Blomkamp uh, produces a series of experimental short films that envision post-apocalyptic worlds and nightmarish scenarios. <laughs> yeah, like the, the series kind of gave off uh, solos, I mean. It kind of gave off like a Black Mirror vibe, except like if it wasn't if Black Mirror wasn't uh, completely fucked a little bit. Okay. Like, there's a couple parts in a few, a couple of the episodes where it's like, oh, my God. But other than that, it's straight, like, just stuff you'd enjoy. Okay. All right. Angela, you said yours. Uh, Shannon, what'd you watch? I didn't really hey. watch anything. Are you done, new. Matt? Oh. No, I was not, but that's oh, all right. Go, no, go, go keep ahead. going. I thought, man. Oh, it don't matter. Um, so I also watched, uh, I'm a call, I'll cut up on The Wonder Years, the new one with uh, the guy. The new one with the guy, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Buzz? Why can't I think of my brain his name? Buzz? <laughs> what a random name for you to pull out of your ass. Don Cheadle. Don Aaron. Cheadle. Uh, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um I don't know. It it kind of reminds me of the old Wonder Years, except black people. Um, and then I also caught up all the way to the end of season two of The Boys. Ooh. Yeah, should be coming out. I hadn't right? I hadn't seen uh, an episode in a few months, and I was like, man, I should probably because I saw like maybe a month ago. I saw a clip of uh, the part where the three supers are beating the shit out of Stormfront. Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Um, so I went back, watched all that. Um, damn, that's the gore in that 
show. Holy f- crap. Yeah. <laughs> she rips the one guy's face off, and then the part where Stormfront beats that kid in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Pretty rough. Yeah, I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about the whole series. Um, on the one hand, I am enjoying it, you know, for obvious reasons. And then on the other hand, I'm like, well, what's what's the end play here? Like, can all of them, like, band together and beat Homefront? I don't no. know if that's possible, right? It doesn't seem to be, no. So, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So, yeah, I watched that. Uh, and that's it. Hmm. All right. You get a lot, Matthew. Now it's Shannon's Yeah. Well, I didn't really watch anything new. Okay. Well, I watched, I'm sleepwatching Supernatural. I'm watching the Golden Girls with my family. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. It's still just as good. I think we're on episode 13 of season one. I watched, don't judge me, I'm grading work and <laughs> doing uh, school work. Watching Hunger Games and Catching Fire. Uh, I Why watched am I judging you? the Sherlock Holmes movie with my son because he wanted to see it with RDJ. I watched uh, Foundation. I watched Murders in the Building. I don't think I've watched anything new. Does Sherlock hold up? The one with RDJ and Jude Law? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I think the first one's phenomenal. The guy I Richie. still love it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. The second I, one gets a little he. I wish the series would have continued. I would have. I believe loved. it is. Between the two of them. I believe it is. That'd be great. I enjoyed Don't it. Don't quote me on that. But last I heard, they were making another one. So. so. That would be amazing. I love those movies. I like the partnership that was going on there. For sure. We've also been watching the movies that made us, the horror movies. Oh, we did watch that with uh, Friday the 13th and Jason. Or no, Halloween. Yeah, we watched the one for Halloween, and then we watched the one for Friday the 13th, and we started Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, what a win. <laughs> it's uh, pretty interesting stuff, like how it gets made. And then we were listening to a podcast while we were driving around, and we were listening to the Ninja Turtles podcast that I listened oh. to. And it was an episode with Michael Ian Black, who you guys may or may not know. Mm-hmm. And it, they were going to be reviewing the Turtles coming out of their shell musical tour, which I had actually went to see when I was a little kid. Oh, um, Jesus. And the reason why they picked Michael Ian Black and why Michael Ian Black is excitedly talking about it is because he was involved in that. Um, him what? him yeah. and Ben Grant, you know, Ben Grant, whose writing partner is Thomas Lennon, and they've written like Night at the Museum and 10,000 other comedies that have grossed over a billion dollars at the box office. He also was with Michael Ian Black dressing up as a Ninja Turtle. Uh, And they would go to cities before the show got there and like go to Pizza Hut and be like, hey, come see the show. Yep. And they would like go on local news and like read the weather. (laughs) That is wild. As a Ninja Turtle. Michael Ian Black. Didn't they have an interview with Barbara Walters or something like that? With the, the actual coming out of their shell people, yeah. Or it was the Oprah, though. It, it was freaking hysterical. Yeah. Craziness. And I was telling Shannon that I remember going to see that when I was a kid. Um, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved Ninja Turtles. And, like, I had I, I hated seeing that thing. I did not like it, so... Um, I'm kind of excited to hear the rest of their conversation where they talk about actually, actually like watching it because you can watch that whole thing on YouTube, I guess. Yeah, the story he was telling about how he went to just interview for the job and how he decided oh, it's to hilarious. take yeah. you know, college off to go be a turtle and how it like it kept my attention. Well, there were four like, of them what? that went to the audition and it was Ben Grant, it was Michael Ian Black, it was Joe LaTrulio. And somebody else from the somebody else who was in the state with them, I can't remember. It wasn't Thomas Lennon. No. What was Joe Latrulio doing with these people? He was in the state with them. They were all in the same. Yeah. The state was a, a sketch group. I don't know if you remember them. Oh. Anymore. No. Yeah. I yep. had no idea of Joe, Joe Latrulio's existence until Brooklyn on them. Oh, he's been in tons of shit. Yeah. 
was unaware of them. Just the wildness of they wore the actual costume from the movie. It was Michelangelo and Raphael, the heads, so to speak. And someone else did the talking while someone was in the suit. It was Ben Grant did the do would do the voice and Michael Ian Black was in the suit most of the time. It just blew my mind. I was just like, what? That's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. It's an amazing listen. Um Yep. Yep. For yep, sure. yep. Long episodes though. Like yeah, two hour it's, episodes. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. But uh uh I don't you can't just go listen to it. It's behind a paywall, but I think it's worth every cent. <laughs> every single penny. Oh, I forgot to mention I finally finished my Harry Potter book. Oh. Duffel Harry Potter? Yes, I did. Always. So, always. Did yes. you cry? Everything really wrapped up nicely. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, just a little. Uh, but did you? Yes, just a little. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's, like, sad that it's over, but yet I went ahead and just rewatched the movie again. You I cried so see. hard I lactated. Well, oh. All right. Deep. Speaking of lactating, I found out a very interesting piece of information that I was not privy to before this week, and I learned it on the Ninja Turtle podcast, believe it or not. What the fuck? Lactation? Twilight. Related? Or, I'm sorry, Fifty Shades of Grey was Twilight fan fiction. Yep. I knew that. I did not know that. Oh, I there's did a not whole, know that. It's the exact same story. That is crazy. Like, something costs something. Wow. They, I knew uh, that when I read Fifty Shades. I was like, this is Twilight, but instead of vampires, it's BDSM. Well, I guess originally it had vampires in it. She just changed the names yep. and made it her own thing. Wow. That's yeah. Bizarre. Bizarre. So is, okay. um, I must ask, it must be very poorly written, correct? Yep. Okay, just like Twilight. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. But that's all I got. You got any more, Shannon? Nope. And all. yet I listen to it, or I read it. I don't even listen to it. I read it frequently. Fifty both. Shades? Both. Oh. Twilight and Fifty Shades. Interesting. They're terrible, but I I read them regularly. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I want to mention one more thing. I started watching, I have not finished it yet, the new DC animated uh, superhero movie. Uh, they've done one on Injustice. Ooh. And so far, it's very interesting, but I do not like the art. Hmm. It's the first time I've had anything really negative to say about one of the DC animated movies, but I'm going to power through oh. because I paid them my twenty dollars. So I'm a little shocked to hear you say something negative about DC animated films. There's, there's like just the art style I don't like. Uh, Superman's all out of proportion. Uh, they, they do this weird thing with their knuckles. It's got to come from the comic book. I don't know. I didn't read the book for Injustice. Um. I know that it started as a video game, but I don't know, it's just bizarre to me. Do you have any thoughts? Injustice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about Superman being good? It's not Superman. It's Jonathan Kent, his son. Ah. Well, then all the... All the headlines lied to me. I didn't read a single article. Of course, article, because you were not going to click on it if it wasn't real. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So what's Snopes say, Matt, is this true? It's basically true, yeah. So okay. the guy who wrote, or the guy who uh, made My Chemical Romance. Gerard. <laughs> uh, witnessed right. 9-11. Made My Chemical Romance. Stephanie Meyer used My Chemical Romance as music to inspire her as she wrote the books that became Twilight. And then, of course, Twilight became... Or Fifty Shades of Grey became what it is from fanfic, Twilight fanfic. Oh, interesting. Okay. So 9-11 caused Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Well, the terror never stops on Dozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. I think that's all we got. I think that uh, we've hit all the corners. I think we're uh, we're we're doing good. Yeah. But what's gonna fill the void for only murders in the building? Oh, it's gonna well, fill the void for. Ted Lasso, I mean... I mean, nothing's ever going to fill that void. I'm just going to pine and rewatch until next June. Sounds good. I guess I could have mentioned that I have rewatched Ted Lasso like four times since we last spoke. (sighs) I put it off into a... And that may be conservative. A little box. Wow. You got me beat. But you know, that's okay. We'll get back to it. We'll be back next week where we discuss more bullshit that we're watching, and hopefully Aaron can stay a whole episode. We'll see. Um, what have you guys been watching? Let us know over at Instagram. We are Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram.com or whatever, and we'd love to talk to you guys there. So, yeah, till next week. I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And Aaron was here too. Yep. Yeah. So somber an ending. Mm. Maybe we need some new theme music again. Mm. Maybe, Maybe something some, like, retro. Something like, a little upbeat. sexy. How about uh, the Golden Girls theme? <gasps> oh, okay. Thank you for being a friend.